0: you for joining the adult study guide podcast this quarter we are studying the first 14 chapters of the book of acts in a study entitled the power of the holy spirit through the churches during this study we will observe how the holy spirit worked through the churches in jerusalem to spread the gospel of jesus christ to the world so grab your copy of the winter 2022 through 23 adult study guide and your bible and follow along
1: Today's lesson for December the 18th, 2022, is entitled, Proclaiming the Risen Savior. It comes from Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. The key verse is, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. The application The student will observe that proclaiming the gospel is necessary before lives can be changed. Seeking the context. The Jerusalem church met daily for worship, teaching and witnessing at the temple. They shared meals and prayed together in each other's homes. This church was dedicated to the apostles' doctrine and one another in fellowship. They were together and had all things in common, selling their earthly possessions to provide for anyone who had need. They were a joyful people and singularly focused on the Lord. As a result, they attracted favor from all the people in Jerusalem. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Acts chapter 2, verse 47. When the Lord's churches have this kind of commitment to the Lord and one another, it attracts the lost to them and to the Lord. What a great witness churches will be if they follow the example of the Jerusalem church. Our lesson text for today records two important events in the history of the Jerusalem church, the healing of the lame man at the beautiful gate of the temple, Acts chapter three, verses one through 11, and Peter's second sermon recorded in Acts explaining how this man was healed, verses 12 through 26. The first drew the people's attention by a miracle. The second told, to whom this miracle pointed. And his, Jesus' name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Verse 16. Peter also told them how to respond to the gospel. Repent you therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the time of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, verse 19. We are also to draw people to Christ with the gospel. We need to be intentional with witnessing, to go where people are, and to share the gospel with them. Where are some places that you can go to share the gospel? Searching the text. Number one, the lame man. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. Peter and John went up to the temple at the ninth hour to pray, the last of the three hours of prayer that happened at the temple daily. It was three o'clock in the afternoon, and they were going to the temple to pray. Jesus said that the temple was a house of prayer and not a den of thieves, as those in charge of the temple had made it, Matthew chapter 21, verse 13. But I suspect that Peter and John were also going there to find opportunities to witness. There would have been a large gathering of Jews at the temple, and the fields were white unto harvest. I wonder if any of us intentionally go places where people are so that we too can find opportunities to witness. You may be like me and enjoy your time alone to pursue personal interests or just to relax. But our comfort is not our main objective in life. We are to be witnesses, and we must go out into the world to find opportunities to witness. At times, God drops opportunities to witness in our laps as we go about our day. At other times, we need to be intentional by going out to look for and even make opportunities to witness. The lame man who laid daily at the beautiful gate begging for alms was just the opportunity for which Peter and John were looking. Over 40 years old, Acts chapter 4, verse 22, and not being able to walk or work for his entire life. He was a desperate man in need of any help he could get. There were no social services available during this time, but the law commanded the Jews to be charitable to the poor. Deuteronomy fifteen verses seven and eight. Therefore the temple was the right place for this poor man to seek help. The Bible tells us to be helpful people. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord and that which he hath given will he pay him again proverbs 19:17 we show the love of god to others when we help with their needs 1 john chapter 3 verse 17 but providing physical needs is not our primary purpose or that of churches we are here to preach the gospel now if providing for the physical needs of others creates the opportunity to share the gospel then all the better But we must be careful to remember that sharing the gospel is the primary and providing for physical needs is secondary. How might you feel a need for someone and at the same time share the gospel with them? Number two, Peter. Acts chapter 3 verses 4 through 8. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I to thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Peter and John were not men of great means. When Peter said he had no silver and gold, he was telling the truth. Remember, at this time, the Jerusalem church had pulled its resources together to be sure everyone was cared for. Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. But what could he offer that was more valuable than silver and gold? In the name of Jesus, Peter gave this man, who had never walked, the ability to walk and leap. The man was exhilarated and praised God for his miraculous healing. In Peter's explanation of how this man was healed, he said this man was healed in the name of Jesus through faith in his name. And the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness, Acts chapter 3, verse 16. Later in Peter's explanation of Acts chapter 4, he said that this man was made whole using the same Greek word sozo for being saved, Acts chapter 4, verse 9 and verse 12. Not only did this man receive physical healing, but more importantly, he received spiritual life. Once dead in trespasses and sins, this man was born again and became a child of God. This man's experience is a great illustration of salvation. He was born a crippled man, just as everyone is born crippled by sin. Silver and gold could not heal him of his lameness, but only in the name of Jesus and faith in his name was he healed. So too, there is no other way of salvation other than by faith, and in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, verse 12. His healing was complete and immediate, just as whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, Romans ten thirteen. This formerly crippled man also showed immediate evidence that he had been healed by leaping, walking, and praising God. So too, all true believers will show that they have been saved by having a walk that pleases God and praising Him with every breath. Because there is so much confusion about the gift of healing today, a few words are necessary. First, we are never commanded to heal the sick, but to pray for them. "...confess your faults to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much." James 5, verse 16. See also verses 14 and 15. The power we have to promote the healing of the sick is prayer. The miraculous gift of healing was fulfilled and ceased at the end of the apostolic age. Not all healings are miraculous. God created our bodies with built-in healing properties, and often the body can heal itself. We are also the beneficiaries of the best medical care that has ever existed. Treatment that cures a sickness or disease does not constitute a miracle. Today there are also several false faith healers. Their so-called healings are deceptive or of the devil. The fascination with miracles is working right into the hands of the devil because Jesus said, For false Christ and false prophets shall arise and shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. Mark chapter 13 verse 22. When the Antichrist arises, he too will deceive through signs and wonders. 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 8 through 12. Let us be warned that looking for miracles is not the way to find God today. How do you think we should seek healing today? Number three, the people. Acts chapter 3, verses 9 through 11. And all the people saw him, walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which set for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him and as the lame man which was healed held peter and john all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called solomon's greatly wondering we might assume that this event was all about this lame man but he was a means to draw attention to jesus christ Just as with the miracles that Jesus performed, the miracles of the apostles were to point people to Jesus so that they might believe in Him and be saved, John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. Further, the primary purpose of miracles was not to heal the sick, but again to point to Jesus. There were many great men who suffered with sickness during the Bible days who were not healed. For example, Paul suffered with his thorn in the flesh, 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7-9, through 9, and Paul left Trophimus at Miletus sick, 2 Timothy 4, and verse 20. So we see that the healing of the lame man did what it was meant to do. It drew a crowd. The excitement of this previously lame man and that he was now walking and praising God drew a crowd which afforded Peter the opportunity to preach the gospel to them. The people were struck with wonder and amazement, and Peter had their full attention as he began to explain. The people gathered unto Peter, John, and the formerly lame man at Solomon's porch, which was a covered area along the eastern wall of the temple. Seemingly, the Jerusalem church gathered there often, Acts 5, verse 12, and Jesus also was known for teaching there. Interestingly, on one occasion there, Jesus spoke of his miracles. The work that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. John chapter 10 verse 25. On this occasion, Peter stood up boldly and preached Jesus to the crowd. Peter explained that this man was healed by the power and authority of Jesus' name. This man had put his faith in Jesus to heal him. It had little to do with Peter and John. A telling sign that so-called faith healers are deceptive is when their own names are on banners or in lights, and little is said of Jesus. Peter was sure to give all the credit to Jesus. Then Peter called for a decision. As Jesus had preached before, so Peter preached faith and repentance, Acts chapter three, sixteen, and verse 19. So too, We are to preach repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ, Acts chapter 20 and verse 21, and call for a decision. In fact, everyone has already made a decision about Jesus, either they believe or do not, John chapter 3 verses 16 through 18. And the consequences of this decision are the difference in eternity. How can you lead people to make a decision to repent toward God and put their faith in Jesus Christ? Setting the Application Too many people are getting caught up in the fascination of miracles. I have heard or read it all. Some say, if you can not speak in tongues, you are not saved. Others say, if you ex- expect your miracle, it will come. Some say, one is on the verge of of a breakthrough, which is some type of emotional explosion that is supposedly supernatural and from God. When all the while the gospel of Jesus Christ is ignored, yes, this is playing right into the devil's hands, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. This is not what we see in our lesson today. It is all about Jesus and his gospel. This formerly lame man was healed in the name of Jesus so the people there that day would be drawn to the gospel. We need to be less interested in the fascinating and more interested in sharing the gospel. What one person can you share the gospel with this week?
0: Thank you for joining us in another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue going through Acts 1-14, through observing the power of the Holy Spirit through the churches. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.